Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Bars with Carla. Today we have a special guest. Um, this special guest, well, this special guest, uh, we did a little audio story time um, last week. So this week we have uh, her here live. I mean, it is live. So yeah, this is my sis. And we're going to call you sis. So here she is. Go ahead, girl. Hey guys, how have you been? It seems like we haven't caught up in a long time. I know. It does it feel kind of funny though, like kind of being like, oh, I'm gonna share my story now out here in the streets. Yes and no, because I feel like a lot of if they know you, then they kind of know me because we kind of been in the mix. Exactly. So, no. I know that's what I was saying. I was like, I'm gonna say sis because if. People know, they know. If you don't know, then you just don't know. Yeah. Then Whenever that means... Been, everybody's like this, so... Exactly. From Instagram, TikTok, or whatever social media, it's always this. Exactly. And just a little background. I think we've known each other. Well, we never met in person, but we, we're sis. We're sisses. We're sissies. Sis what, like 2019? It's crazy because we've been through... We've been through some shit without even being next to each other. We just been through some, we have stories. Exactly. Exactly. I know I'd be telling people, I'm like, she knows my deepest secrets. She knows my story. Like, she knows. She can blackmail me. <laughs> Nobody else can do that. <laughs> but yeah, we've known each other since 2019. We were prison wives. You know, that's how we became friends, I think. Because we were prison wives. <laughs> And then, yeah. yeah, and then they got out. And yeah, the, and craziness. And that craziness is what brought us together because we both didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if whenever, I don't know if whenever you thought he was coming home, you thought like a fairy tale, but I feel like that's what I thought. And when that fairy tale didn't happen or how that, that whole situation didn't play out, it exactly how I wanted it, I freaked out. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I, yeah, I was, you know what? I didn't realize that until later on that I was like, hold up. I really was in the whole, you know, in the whole fairy, my, uh, como se dice? Um, fa- not fairyland. What the hell? Girl, I can't think. No, fairy tale. Even... Fairy tale. Sorry, I can't even think of the word. <laughs> yeah. I, and you... Maybe it's not like a, you you maybe are not, um, maybe you're not trying to create this happily ever, yeah, you are trying to create a happily ever after, you want that, but you don't think that every now and then you're going to get the screw thrown at you. Yeah, exactly, and it's <laughs> like, you know, I think in the moment, I guess when, like, when Eric was still in prison, I was like, oh, fairy tale. Like, I just want him to get out and la, la, la. And it's not until later that I was like, oh, I actually did want it, the happy ending. Like, let's be together and let's live happily ever after. And then it's like, here comes the real world, smacking you in the face. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> who really honestly sits there and thinks, well, um, I don't see myself in a forever situation with this person. I just, I mean, let me take that back. There are individuals who like that prison life and 
that whole I'm gonna be hopping from one inmate to inmate <laughs> because it's like that. But if you're if you're in a real relationship and you see yourself with this person in the long run, you ultimately are thinking of the happily ever after. Like nobody wants to be with somebody for forty years and be fighting with them for Ever. Exactly. And I feel like we've seen that where people have been, we've been in, in, I guess, lives, lives on Instagram where we've actually, I guess, can we say met? Or, you know, we, we've been, you know, people like would write in and be like, oh, I used to date this inmate. Now I'm dating this other inmate. And it was like, okay, we're just over here just dating a bunch of different people from prison. Freaking yeah. Luna. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean... I mean, there are, and no judgment, I mean, you have a type, and you have, oh, sorry, parking too. Um, you have a type, and you like what you like, but a lot of people are in real relationships with these people, and whether they're spending their whole life in prison, or they're coming home, like, shit gets real one day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So do you, okay, so you kind of, we already kind of learned a little bit about, you know, the answers that you, that you sent in. So we want to know more. We want to know. When did it get real for me is what you're asking? Yes. Like when he got out, like. So when he got out, he didn't, like, you know, everybody says when he, when he gets out, he switches on you or, um. He's the one that, like, loses his mind and shit. Like, everybody always thinks that in the narcissist situation. I felt like when he got home, shit got real for me, and I lost my mind. Mm-hmm. And I lost my shit because it was real. Like, we had to do Texas and parole are tough. Like, it's hell. Like, Hello? How long was he on on parole? So he was on house arrest for six months, I believe. And then he did, um, he just, so he did a whole year, a year in um, parole. Mm -hmm. And there was a random test. We had random tests. We had letters to parole saying that he was he should go back to prison we had all kinds of shit so it wasn't easy but I feel like I didn't think things through like I just thought oh he's gonna come home he's gonna get a job we're gonna be okay and we're gonna live happily ever after mm-hmm. but I never thought about the um the that he was going to have to parole one place and I was going to have to be at another place and we were going to be separated. And then I was going to have to maneuver the house and him and my kids and work and just everyday life. It's a lot if you really sit there and think about it. Well, it is. And when he got uh, paroled, what's it called? Did he pick like where to go or do they tell them? Like, well, at least I guess in Texas because you're in Texas. So, yeah, so in Texas, especially in Houston, if you live in an apartment complex, some apartment complex, due to them being close to a school or just because of 
their federal funding or whatever it is or mm-hmm. their what their housing authority or whatever it is that they're under some apartment complexes do not allow um, anybody with felonies or um anybody who's on any kind of like probation pro or situation like that mm-hmm. so my apartments do not take um, anybody who has a criminal background or is paroled. So he had to parole to his parents' house. Mm-hmm. So if you can imagine, he was, he was living one place, I was living in another place, but I was having to take care of my kids in one place and then go visit him and make time for him, but also mm-hmm. make time Which is crazy. Was it stressful, though? Did you, did you feel like overly stressed just like having to deal with like his situation um yeah because i felt like it was it was a lot for him like he, it was kind of like they let him free but they didn't let him free mm-hmm. like he had a monitor and he had to he had only like certain hours that he could be out and he had to be home and um let's say the the monitor like the electricity went out like we had to figure it out because that monitor had to stay on it was crazy mm. it was really hard it was hard it, I, it was hard on him and I, I but I took it harder because I felt like I had to keep him mm-hmm. from making any dumb choices like I had always I always had to remind him like we have a lot to lose yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it was crazy too for me because I went from having all the freedom and being this independent person to now having someone next to me that is kind of helping me through life. And that's that was that was very hard for me to adjust. It was hard for me to trust that he was going to do what he needed to do. Like, even though I told the world, like, he's going to do great. He's um, he's going to come home. He's going to prove everybody wrong. Like, it was real hard for me to trust him and say, yeah, I, I trust you to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was speaking and then telling everybody, like, well, he's going to prove you guys wrong. Mm-hmm. But when it was like, me and him, like, I was like, are you sure you can handle this? Like, are you sure it's not too much? Do you understand? Yeah. Did you, because I'm thinking, like, did you feel like, because this is how I felt. Like, did you feel like it's kind of like your job to make sure he doesn't fuck up? Because you're like, oh, I want to make sure, like, you do good and you prove these people wrong type of thing no no it no that wasn't i didn't ever feel like it was my job but i because i've always told him like he can make his own choices and decisions i can't ever hold him back but when it came down to um i lost my train of thought but like simple things like him going to a parent-teacher conference and having a conference with the teacher, him ha- knowing what to say, how to say mm. it, like things that, things okay. that I wouldn't, uh, 
like that I'm supposed to trust him. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the other parents should know what to do. So you should be like, okay, you got it. I say that I trust him, but then I I second doubt myself. That makes sense. And I feel real guilty because I shouldn't because he does an amazing job at it. Okay. But it's just the trust. You're just like second guessing yourself, overthinking maybe. Yeah, like I'm a yeah. I'm I'm a overthinker. Like I think of everything possibly wrong, and I torment myself. And if something is doesn't go the way I thought or the way I had planned it, I kind of freak out. Yeah, I'm like that too. <laughs> Yes, and that's, like, the worst thing ever because it's, like, everything can be so good and then, you know, just because your mind is not going a thousand miles per hour, like, you can end up causing, like, at least for me, to, like, for me, like, you know, an argument now because, like, you done friggin' derailed yourself when everything was cool. Yeah, if it was just going with the plans, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ah. So would you say that the first year was the hardest? Because he's been now, what, two years, right? Yes, he's been for two years. Two years. So, yeah, first year, I feel like the first year, it was when shit got real. We got to really know, like, we knew each other because we talked a lot. Like, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I didn't spend, like, $500, $600 every two weeks on phone calls. So I was spending a lot of money on phone calls. So on I the prison phone to, calls? Yeah, like the prison phone calls. Mm-hmm. I was spending on that. That's a lot. Because, because, yeah, he was calling a lot. And we were just like, we we knew each other. Mm-hmm. But when you live together, it's whole different. It sure is. That's when you really get to know someone. That is very true, and I really understand that part. So what was the hardest thing that you had to adjust? Like, my hardest thing for adjusting was the whole having a partner and having someone there. When I've I've been so independent. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. I think everything... I think everything, I don't know, I, I'm still trying to figure that out for myself, because I feel like everything was hard, and I don't know if it was just because, I, I, I kind of feel like you, where I felt like I was holding everything, like, on my shoulders, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't let him, like, be him, or, like, even, like, try to do extraness, because it was like, oh, no, I got it, like, I got it. And I felt like maybe that's where I messed up. And it was always, like, me trying to do everything. And I feel like I, that's what was hard. I don't know. I feel like everything was hard. I, could, I mean, I feel like I, I would change a lot of things and make a lot of things different. So if you could take anything back, is there something you would take back? No. No, I don't think so, because even with all the crazy shit that, you know, that we, that I've been through, we, we went through, I learned a lot. (laughs) I learned a lot. I feel like I learned a lot about life and I learned a lot about myself and like relationships. So I don't think I would. So what, so what's something that you would say 
Is there anything you would take back? Yes. Oh my goodness, what? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's, I can't take it back, but I feel like I grew into learning how to, um, when she got hard, I left. I did that. <laughs> when she got hard, I left. I was like, not sticking around, like, like, she got hard. And whether it was when he was in prison or when it, whether it was when he was in home, like when I saw things getting too hard, I wanted to be like, uh, when he came home and she got too real for me, like I tried to check myself until mental hospital because I knew there was something wrong with me. Like there was something there had to have been something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Do you still it feel was, like there's something wrong with you? No. Okay. No, I learned. I I feel like it was. It 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 had a lot to do with me learning to adjust to change. Mm-hmm. To um to where I went from being on survival mode all the time to learning that someone's there to protect me, and that. There's someone there to help me with everyday chores, even um, with little things like putting gas and stuff like that. Like, I was very, very, like, always by myself, always doing everything for myself to now having a partner. And it, it, it was tough because I didn't know how to take it. I didn't, I, it, I had it hand out in my head but that's not really how it happened mm-hmm. yes I know I know and I feel like a lot of us do that like we think that it's gonna be like this but then it's just not and it's crazy and I don't know do you guys still feel like do you, do you still feel like like, you guys are finally okay? Like, do you think more, you're more, it's, like, less crazier? Or, like, do you, oh. like, more comfortable, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, do you guys feel more comfortable with, like, just life now together? Yeah, so I feel like now I've, I have peace in my life, which is something that I did not have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have peace, and um, there's, when, when I say I have peace, I mean, there's, like, no chaos. There was always a lot of chaos in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, always going on. And now I feel like I just go to work, come home, take care of my kids, you know, do my everyday chores, but it's very peaceful. There's there's not a lot of chaos. There's nothing for me to worry about or, um, or anything. And I think that that's the biggest change that that's happened. And that's so good. Yeah, because if you can't have peace, it's like, what the hell are you even... It's like a war. Because the first year, it was like a war. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Like, it was was hard because... Because I was... Every chance that it was getting hard, I was running away. Or I was like, this is too much. I can't do this. Um, And when I thought about it, like, did I really wanted to end or like did I really want this forever and I've always wanted it forever but I've always been scared that forever is it's not for me does that make sense mm-hmm. like yeah. 
like someone doesn't see forever in me like that's why that's my biggest fear I guess do you get scared because I feel like I'm like this where it, it like you like you want to be one step ahead like it just in case like you get too comfortable and then it, if something goes wrong do you know what I mean like shit I lost my train of thought like you don't ever want to get you don't ever it can never be too good like something bad always has to happen to ruin it is that what you're talking about yes like oh fuck I, I'm like, I feel like we've talked about this before, like, where, you know, like, you're always, like, one hit, like, you know what, like, okay, because I, maybe, I, I feel like I've done this where it's, like, something's good, and then it's, like, what's well, too damn good, like, what is going on right now, and it's, like, there's oh, something must be going on, and then you kind of yeah. just, like, get scared, and then you just, like, run from it, do you know what I mean? Or then you start, like, the chaos. I, I, I was going somewhere with this, and I lost it. I lost like, it. Like, like, one big thing that I have going on right now, and I think I've, I've been going through it for a couple of years now, is where I'm trying to not be the toxic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I not have any negative around me, and it's really, really hard when you try to boundaries and people like overstep them and then you're like you're disturbing my peace and you're like you it's chaos and I don't like it and I shut down when that happens. Mm. And struggle too that I have going on. Hmm so do you, do you feel? Cause I feel I'm working on the same thing. Cause I've I've realized I was very to- is I realized I was very toxic, and I did I, before. I never thought I was toxic. And I think it's a, it's they they make it seem like it's okay to be toxic. And can I tell you something? Yes. It was Jay was a person who, in his mind, he thought if a girl was toxic, that meant she liked him or that she she like that she was yeah that's the way super into him and stuff like that yeah like that's how a female showed that she was into him being toxic and I just I'm not like that like I don't I don't do none of that like I will shut down like I I'm gonna shut down like I'm just gonna shut up and not say nothing because I feel like if I do that I think it's him like I take it there like Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'll make you want to kill me. So why are we going to go there? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, do you, and you said it, you find you're, it, it's kind of hard. I mean, because for me, because I feel like people, people are annoying. And I feel like, I'm sorry, but the world is just toxic. Like, I feel like we just probably are, are we just surrounded by toxic ass people all the time? Maybe, maybe family, maybe close people. I think, and it's, I think that's like, not maybe society, but I think the people make it the norm. Yes, because I feel like it's so. People start really believing that. If somebody is not toxic or if somebody's not that that doesn't like they I guess they, they believe that if that person doesn't do that then they don't like you. Mm-hmm. Which 
I don't get that because to me it's like I just no, I just want to be happy. Exactly. Exactly. It's sad because I said the wrong thing or like none of that. And 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 that's a big thing for me too. Like the whole um the whole like ruining things and like we're not gonna do that because um. If I bleach your clothes, then I'm going to have to buy you new clothes. Exactly. <laughs> when I put things, it's just going to cut my budget. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. No, no being toxic. But it's really hard. It's really hard not being toxic. And did you... Fa- okay, because for me, I feel like I was toxic in the way because I wanted, like, I guess, attention. I don't know, like oh, attention, or I my I don't know. I didn't. I don't my, know. I, I I my my I understand what you mean. Like you take it there, but okay. Can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. After you don't take it there, like what do you get out of it? Nothing. I end up pissed off, and then his was like, whatever. <laughs> You know, and it would just cost like it, it. You know, it was just like a like a hostile ass environment, and then it was like I would like feel hella bad after, and I'd be like, I'm sorry, and it's like, what the fuck did I do that for? Like, we could have been hella cool. Can I can I tell you a story one time? One time that we went out, and I remember this shit, and I feel so bad because homeboy really was so excited. He was like, let's go out. I'm gonna take you out to eat, and I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go. But I thought he was gonna take me somewhere else. And so we didn't because he was like, where do you want to go? And I was like, oh, whatever. But me in my mind, I'm like, he's going to take me there because I had already told him to take me there. Like, I hella want to go there. He wanted to go there, too. But he ended up taking me to this little ghetto ass little place. Right. And I was like, bitch, I I, I threw a fit like a three year old, like no lie. And I was like so mad because I was like, I didn't want to come here. And he was like. You know, he didn't say anything. He was just like, well, let's just try it, you know, whatever. And I was like, fine. The whole time it was like badass vibes because I was upset because I wanted to go somewhere else. And then I, and then he goes, I brought you here because you always said you wanted to try like the carne asada fries here. And I was like, oh. but I was still kind of mad, you know. And then it's not until now that I'm like, I really am a bitch. Like it wasn't even him all the time. It was me too. And because okay. I don't know how to talk and I don't know how to communicate, like, you know what I mean? And it's like, it, it would have been, and then, and then I, and then I shut it the hell up and we ended up going somewhere else and it was nice. But it was like, really, I ruined that whole moment for nothing. Cause I'm a dumbass. But yeah. I'm a person, or at least I believe that I'm a person that I will give it to your way. You just have to communicate with me. I'm, and maybe Eric is the same way, but I'm like that. Like, my, I feel like my husband shouldn't throw a tantrum, or my partner shouldn't throw a tantrum, or anything. If you would have just told me, we would have just went there. Mm-hmm. And say nothing, so you can't get mad at the person for not saying nothing. And I realized that now because, you know, I did some growing up like mentally and I'm like, dude, like that was wrong. And then I tried to like think like as a kid, I guess that's how I I would just shut up because my mom wasn't, you know what I mean? And I and there were so many things where it's like I could have just been like, yeah, let's go over there and it would have been just fine. You know, but I don't know. At the moment, I just want I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. 
So this, okay, so you take it there because you said you've taken it there. Does he take it there? Because for us, he may take it there, but I'm not going to take it there. And if I take it there, he doesn't take it there because, like, we just, we're just, like, I think we scare each other. So do you guys both take it there at the same time, or is it, like, You know what? I feel like towards the end, 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 like right before I, I came over here, I feel like, yes, like I would. And then he started clapping back <laughs> and it was just like, oh, OK. And it was not what I intended it to be. I was like, and my thing was always like, I'm mad, but I want you to fix it. I want you to realize with, you know, without me having to tell you what the hell, like what to do, like you should know this. You know, you do know he ain't a mind reader, right? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. That's that's something we gonna have to put in for the next one. The next one's gotta be a mind reader. <laughs> for real and I but I don't think I'm the only one though because I'm like you know sometimes it's kind of like you expect them because you know I don't know you would think that they would know something I don't know because you maybe brought it up before but I don't know it's just, he's a little bit I, slow anyway I, so I'm, I'm very like I think I'm, I'm a person that you have to literally tell explain it to me explain it to me a few times and then I'm gonna catch on to it but once I catch on to it, I remember and I got you. Like, I remember. Yeah, and he would he would actually he would tell me like, and antes you know he'd be like, oh you know just tell me. And sometimes I would get already frustrated, so it wouldn't even be like a nice. It would it wouldn't be nice. It would be like more like me being hella annoyed and like you should have just. And I was like, if I would have just talked, it would have been a different story. But yet again, it was like I was trying to adjust living with a whole like a person i've never lived with anybody else and it was like some guy he wasn't just a guy but you know what i mean it was just different and then i don't know my own crap and never even working on it like it just sucked so are you working on it now yes yes and then i have like uh i have like a therapy session tomorrow Oh, you do? Yes. With the, with the, ¿cómo se llama? With the psicóloga that Eric has in rehab right now. Because I guess we're trying to, like, figure out, like, how he has, like, impacted me and how is it going to impact me in the future. And I was like, bitch, I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, ma'am, mm-hmm. get ready. I, I can't, I couldn't do counseling. Like, I couldn't do counseling, but I I do med management. I know I do that, but I don't I feel like a counselor. I, I didn't get anything out of it. You know, I don't like any... You need to create boundaries. You need to stick up for yourself. Bitch, I know this. And I, I feel like, can't you not to do that? I would do that, but... I wouldn't need your help. <laughs> yeah, like, I need you to stand up for me. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I'm better at it. You know, I, I never liked, like, the therapy stuff out here. Never, ever, ever, because they're so stupid. They be telling you some dumb shit like that. Or they ask you something, and I'm like, I don't know. This is why I'm here, to ask you that question. Like, I don't know. 
But because of I'm thinking and I'm hoping that it's kind of like the therapist that Eric had in TJ. She was freaking amazing. And I'm hoping she's going to be like that. I'm sorry, but other country situations be hella different than what we got going on over here. Yeah, so like I so in so I've heard like even like for example like the rehabs in Mexico are way better than the rehabs here in the states. Okay, I don't know how they are here, but I can tell you like at least cuz like with Eric they usually let his cousin know and they've sent her pictures of like different activities that they're doing to like value life, uh, like a death life experience activity situation. And they give them like the therapist person and then they do like all these extra things and classes and hella other stuff. And he's doing good, I guess, because I guess he has set goals for himself and all this other crap. I don't really know. Um, uh, but can I come to this? Uh-huh. Okay, I'm proud of my bro. Like, I'm very proud of him, and I'm glad that he's getting help. But you do understand that it's like, and I'm only speaking there because I'm, I, you know, I did drugs. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. Like, it's one thing for you to check yourself into a hospital or rehab, get the work, do the work. But then whenever you come back into temptation, I feel like that's the that's the real. Uh, exactly. And I was thinking about that because I was like, okay, because I, 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 I told his mom, I was like, girl, like, when he gets out, you know, that's a different story. Because, you know, we're all, like, talking and stuff, and every, and his cousin's like, I think it's going to be good. Like, because I guess they're trying to teach him, like, like, ways to help him when he gets out of there. Like, what are things he can do and how to manage, I guess, his, um, I don't really know, what do you call it? Like, you know... Oh, diagnosed with something or is he just there for drug rehab um that's what the fuck i was trying to ask but i didn't think she understood what i was talking about because sometimes my language situation it ain't all the way there and i'm like ma'am like do you know what i'm talking about or is it maybe you're not just not going to tell me i don't know i need to ask because i did that's ask the, i mean well you are his wife yeah, I did ask. I was like, "Do you evaluate?" And she's like, "We did. We we evaluate them when they get here in their mental in their mental health and see how, see how they're doing and where they're at." Because I guess like a couple of weeks ago, he was like hella antsy. He was like, "When the fuck am I gonna get out?" La 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 la. And uh, I sent him like some pictures of Evelyn and I guess uh, the late the doctor chick. I mean, I don't want to call her that. The the psychiatra or whatever. Or whatever, I don't know what you call it. See, whatever, psicologa was like, oh, he's doing much better now. Um, I don't fucking know. I don't know. And so I, I messaged her and I was like, hey, you know, I just want to know, like, what are things that can be done, like, out here, you know? Because, like, what, like, is there something that maybe, like, you can tell us that he probably should be going to therapy? Or, like, you know, what is there? How can we support him? Because I was like, his mom was like, oh, you know, like, like, um, I haven't reached out. Like, we should reach out. And I was like, man, we should reach out. And so I was like, I'll do it. Like, I'll, I'll reach out and I'll ask. Because um, she's like, I think he's going to need, like, therapy maybe for the rest of his life. And I was like, I think so. That sounds like a great idea to me. Um, I'm like, Eric just needs to work on his demons and his past traumas and let go of whatever the hell he's holding on to. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, sis. But that's my question to you is... Like, 
I get that his his mom may do it, his cousin may do it or whatever, but like do you still feel responsible for you No. Wait, what? Oh sorry, what? No, no, no. Like I I thought you were still like finding yourself being responsible for him no you know i stopped i literally you know how hard that you know how hard that was actually it wasn't really that hard but it was it was hard for me to be like no 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 like when he started with his shit i was like i don't want to know i don't want to know i'm not going to ask i don't even want to i didn't i didn't even ask him like I could tell in his voice, and when he would call, and I'm like, I don't care. Like it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. So I that's was like I just kind of let that go. I was like, you know, he's a grown ass man. Like he told me, let him deal with his own shit, and like I'm not his mama. You have to, and you have to. And one thing that you probably are gonna have to understand, and and the only reason that I tell you you have to understand it that is because I I I you know I'm. I've dealt with drugs and mm-hmm. I, I've dealt with drugs. But not take it personal. Like, it is a, like an addiction, it's an illness. It's a real life illness. And sometimes it's not that they don't love you or that they don't love their kids or it's just that they don't love themselves enough to leave the drugs alone. Yeah. Like, you can have all the, all the counseling in the world and have all the best rehabs and everything but if at the end of the day you don't believe it and you don't really believe like the work that you put in and you don't put in that work once you're in the free world like all you're gonna do is fall back into temptation exactly and that's where you know are you if you would have told me this before if you would have said something be like but i'm gonna try to do everything i can you know and now it's just kind of like you know I, me mentally, like, we're not together. Because I'm like, that's what the, like, you told me, and that's what I'm sticking to. Like, I'm not about to be like, oh, we're together. Like, I'm going to do everything for you. Like, no. you. That's what you told me. That's what I'm going with. Like, I'm just going to mind my business. Like, you want me, you better work for a start. But I'm cool, you know? And And that's the thing. Like, I've been really working on myself and like really and the thing that sucks is that I'm, a, I'm an overthinker so I think a lot I replay a lot of the things that have happened the good the bad everything and so that kind of sucks and I'm like oh my god like I, some days I can't I, even sleep I used to have that issue really really bad like really bad to the point where I take medication for that because I used to replay all the bad things over and over over and I would beat myself up mm-hmm. about things that I couldn't even change that I didn't have no control over and that's really tough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like losing sleep I was so tired and I'm like dude like I don't even know what to do anymore like I, I need to stop like I really need to stop like these are things that already happened like what the hell am I gonna do like just thinking about them like they already happened. Let it go. Leave it alone. Like, I'm not, I can't have these things, like, control my life. You know what I mean? Like, these are already old things. Like, things already happened. These, this is a different chapter now. Whatever happens, happens. It's just, like, let it fucking go. I took a fucking bath with Epsom salt. That shit went away. <laughs> so, so, are you looking for a friendship now with Eric? Or are you not? I'm not looking for anything, actually. Like, I'm just kind of going with the flow. Okay, because, girl, I was a very controlling person. 
Like, I like to control things that were happening and when they're happening and, and who's doing them and who's doing what and why are you doing it and when are you doing it and it needs to be done. Like, you know, it was annoying. And now I'm just like, I I can't do that shit anymore. Like, I can't. Like, once Evelyn was born, I was like, I can't do that. Just go with the flow. Like, whatever happens. I have no control over life or anything. Just kind of let things happen and fall into place. And I'm just going to go with it. Like, I'm not. I can't. Because that, that was a headache. And it caused me so much drama for no reason. <laughs> so it's just whatever happens. You know, if we can be friends, like, that's great. If we can't be friends, that's great. If we can be together and be better, that's great, too. So, so you, that window is still open. It's a low crack. It's a low crack. I feel the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, girl, like, okay, because, girl, it, you know, like, a little bit ago, I was legit just process like, thinking of the shit. I'm like, what the fuck has he done? You know, when he was going through his shit this last time? Because, you know, shit. And so I'm like, you know, I found out, like, stuff. And I'm like, that was replaying in my head so much. And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Like, that has nothing to do with me. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. So why the hell am I having to pay for whatever the fuck he has done? I don't even care. Like, those are things he did. Like, we are not together. Like, whatever. If he talked to people, if he whatever, had relationships with somebody, whatever it was, it has nothing to do with me. And let me just move on. And then that's when I started talking to people. Like, without feeling bad about having to talk to other people. Because I'm like, you know, if I'm meant to talk to somebody else, I'll talk to somebody else. I can't be angry at Eric for what he did. You know, who knows whatever the fuck he was going through. Like, it has nothing to do with me. So, whatever. Mm. So, are, are you seeking friendships that can turn into relationships? Or are you fully on, like, I'm in a dating app. I'm dating. Can I be truly honest? Because this is only what I've experienced so far. I, I really am trying to push myself to date somebody else. You know, I would really like to. But then I start talking to people and I'm like, no, bro, this ain't right. Like, this ain't fucking right. Like, no, it just there's always something about somebody that it's just like, no, and I'm always comparing to fucking Eric, and I'm like, bruh, like, Eric wasn't even the best shit ever, but somehow he seems to be better than all of y'all. And and I don't know if it's just, I don't know what it is, but I try to just be like, no, 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 huh. Yes, I have a question. What? Whenever you say you're, when you picture your ideal man, or whenever you, like, your top three qualities, does Eric fall into that? I don't even know what the hell my three top... I mean, a job? He don't got a job. <laughs> because I asked... Because I asked... The reason I asked is because I want to know if you have any
like stop mm-hmm. talking like that. that oh girl it was a mess I was crying it was a mess and I was like guys so much time but now it's like okay so what like whatever time you know it's whatever I don't care um it's not that so I, I and, and it's not what he can be because the fuck he can't the fuck, he a mess you know what I mean and I don't know and I think it goes just back to him being like when he was in prison he was sober in fucking prison he was great and I mean, when he was sober, he was freaking amazing, you know, uh, but I think a lot of more times he was like on some shit, like he was either on drugs or he was like on alcohol. So that's when yeah, he that, wasn't cool. That, I, I know when I was on, on both of them, both drugs and alcohol, I was not a good person. Yeah. So, and you know what? I, I feel like we should do like. Did wait? Did, did did you stop yourself or did you go to rehab? Girl, I'm broke. I can't go to rehab. <laughs> I always wondered. Does the insurance cover it? <laughs> no. Oh. So, I took myself into a mental hospital at one point to seek help, and then I called home and they said, "Hey, you got responsibilities. You need to come home." And I checked myself out, but I do med management, like I tell you. I take meds, meds um, for bipolar and um, depression mm-hmm. and PTSD. And I, I honestly feel like I have improved a lot. Like, my life has changed a lot in the last two years. I feel like now I've created a lot of boundaries. I've... I, learned to stick up for myself I've learned so I have a thing like whenever I if 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 it's a hostile situation or if it's a situation that's gonna make me angry or get me out of character I shut down Mm -hmm. and you just you don't get nothing out of me but it's there and I've learned to talk like and it's real hard because that's not something I'm used to and not, that's not something I'm comfortable but I feel like in the two years that since I check, tried to check myself into a mental hospital I've gone far where mm-hmm. I can speak for myself and I can say like no this is not fair like I'm you know and cutting toxic, toxic people out of my life has been very very hard but I've learned to do it I am going to say this, though. You do sound like a mature person now. Not that you weren't mature yeah, before. Know, I saw you and I was like, I'm so shit. I'm about to go do some shit, shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And now you're yeah, just very, you seem, I, I, you like I'm calm and, and like, it's, it's just different. I'm level-headed now. Yes. And I, 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 I honestly believe that it's, because of who I am with now, like my Jay's home, like Jay used to be able to talk me out of stuff through the phone, but now that he's home, like he talks me through life. Yeah, and he tells me like he reassures me, and and he's he's more passionate than I am. So when I see him getting more mad about something that's done to me, I'm like, okay, I know that I was not true. And I know that I can go off, and if I go off, it's okay because it, you know, it, it, 
it came from somebody else. Like I got that reassurance. Mm-hmm. I've never had in my life. I've always just it's always just been me. I I, I used to, I I was once told that I would parent my parents. Mm. So I raised like I was always an adult and I've always had to make my own decisions. I've always had to defend myself. I had my kids really young. I've been on my own. I've been a single mom for a really long time. So now that I now that I have a partner and now that I have somebody that I can count on and someone that is by my side doing life, it's more peaceful. Mm-hmm. I like I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like I feel like now I can say that I'm blessed. Like I'm good. See, and that's amazing because, like, you know, you guys went through all this stuff and then now you have the person yeah, that, you know, the person you were with. And, and it's amazing because it's like you guys have come so far now. And it's like, and I mean, do you consider like, you have your happy so ending? Like, we go through shit. She's our crazy baby mama. I got a bitch over daddy. <laughs> we, we, got, we got shit going on. Like, but, but at the end of the day, like, that's we're home mm-hmm. like home is our peace like our kids are good like we really don't let nothing affect that and we're protective of our kids and i feel like my, as long as my kids and i am happy then everybody else kind of just doesn't really matter mm-hmm. really, so in this situation very true very true. But it's a long time. It's a long time because the first year was hell. Mm, I believe you, girl. I believe you. But it was in prison. It was, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> I'm like, crazy. remember when I told you it was going to be crazy? <laughs> it's hard. It's definitely hard. But if you, like you said, if you put the work in and you actually want to be with somebody and, you, and both of you guys want to be together, like, you guys can work on it. I feel like your partner should be your best friend. It should. And it like really partner, should. Your best friend, like, you should never feel like you're at war with your partner. You should never feel like uh, your partner doesn't understand you or that your partner can't, your safe haven. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Like, I've been in relationships and I've been in marriages where I felt alone. Yeah. And I, like, I had to carry the world on my shoulders and I was responsible for everybody and I didn't have nobody to go to. And I hated it. Mm-hmm. And and then when I, 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 I used to tell my husband, like, I want to be a wife. I want to be submissive. I, I don't want to have to make choices. I want to be able to be like, I, it's whatever your dad says. I mm-hmm. want to be able, but it's so hard to let go. It's so hard to let go. But once you do, and once you start, it's so good. Like it's peaceful. Yes, girl. So, would you say this is you? You you got your. I mean, this is not the ending, but your happy yeah. ending type of thing. I'm working on it. Like I said, I'm still very much cutting ties and cutting toxic people out and changing my ways because I was I was very much independent things. So 
So, but I'm getting there. I'm working on it. Like, one day, I feel like one day, one day, I will be able to say, like, I did create my own happily ever after. I feel like I started to, and I put in a lot of work, and I'm getting there to my happily ever after. You just said something right there. You said, I am creating my happy ending. (gasps) That is it right there, girl. Because I feel like most of the time we're like, it's just going to magically like fucking show up or something. No, you got to put in the work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Remember, guys, you got to put in the work. Yeah. I mean, it has to be a ritual, but you really do have to put in the work. Because you have to be very patient with your partner, yourself, and you have to want to be able to do better and be better. Like, you have to really, truly believe in what you see yourself, your goal. Like, everything that you manifest, like, you have to be able to see it, but you have to put in the work for it because you can't sit there and wait for it to happen. Exactly. Exactly. Like Kim Kardashian said, get your ass up and work Yes, working. <laughs> oh Lord, yes, exactly. But that's what we gotta do. I feel yeah. like we should we should like check in on check in with you in a year. That'll be cool. Yeah, and what? see where you're at. Like, girl, I'm a millionaire now. Mm-hmm. Just making lots of money. Oh, lots of money for 2023. Yes, that's the goal. It's always money. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I have no idea where the hell I'm going to be next year. So we'll just see. But Anna's going to get lots of money. Yes, we're going to make lots of money in 20... We're going to make lots of money in 2023, and we're going to make lots of love. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It has to, like, I feel like we can't sit there and dwell on the past, and we can't sit there and dwell on things that we cannot change. Very true. If we change it, then we're only going to get there stuck. And that's when, we, when we're stuck is when we get miserable. Yeah. And that's not a good place to be. Exactly. Y'all want to be happy. We want to be happy. So let it go and move on. Mm-hmm. let it go and move on it's hard to let go though but if you really want to you will you know shit girl i tried everything uh, i agree with you it's real hard to let go like it's real hard to let go but you ultimately have to sometimes like i had a situation where i i sat last week where i sat there for like 30 minutes to an hour and i literally like talk to myself about why I am a good mom and why I have I like talked myself into believing it because I was really running on E and I was feeling like the worst person ever and like I failed at it but whenever you sit there and you check yourself and you're like wait a minute is really my mind playing tricks on me or Am I really, like, fucking up? And I got to keep myself together. And I think that's important. I was about to say that. 
I was about to say, yeah, because I feel like if you can, like, you knew there was something and so something was bugging you and you went and you checked, you checked on yourself and then you were able to kind of like understand and then move on past it, right? Instead of I, just like kind of being stuck there and just letting it get to you and then bring you down. Yeah, like that was just stuck in my own head and I mm-hmm. was thinking, I, I like, I'm not a good mom. And I had to sit there and be like, wait, why do I believe that I'm not a good mom? And, you know, I've, I've worked my ass off for my kids. Like, literally, like, I've had a three, four jobs. Like, I've had days where I maybe slept, like, two hours. Like, I've given my kids anything and everything that they wanted. There's not been any place that my kids have not wanted to go that I did not take them to, like, I've I've made my kids my priority, and if if me giving them everything and it, they are still not happy, then it's not a me issue because I've given enough. I've given my all, mm-hmm. and everything I have is enough. Like now, if if there's something in them that they for whatever reason feel like I'm letting them down or I'm not doing a good job, like that becomes a issue within themselves yeah because like i like i had to tell myself like i have three other kids think they have an amazing mom and i had to like literally talk myself out of that negative state and it's real hard it is it is very hard but you gotta put in the work like kim kardashian said get your ass up to work Exactly. See, she she was on to something, but then people just attacked her for no reason. I mean, she was on the right track. She just, well, how does it go? The message was bright. It was just not the de- deliberation was wrong. Exactly. I was like, I understood, Kim, and people were just like, mm, whatever. Damn people. So did, you see, so did you see the video of the guy that I sent you, the one that I told you about the about the... Um, he killed... No, oh my god, I totally forgot. Okay, so, Texas has got some crazy shit going off. Like, that happened, the guy went into the Methodist hospital to visit his girlfriend, who had just had a baby, and then he thought that she was cheating, so he pistol-whooped her, and then the nurse heard the commotion, she went in to check on on what was going on, and he shot her. And then somebody heard the gunshots and went in to check what was going on, and that person got shot. That's crazy. Was he on drugs? And, and then the baby was in the room. <gasps> the baby was in the room, and he got shot in his leg. The so baby that, got shot in the leg? No, 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 oh. no, no. Not the baby. <sighs> no, no, no. That the guy. Guy. Yeah, the dad. What he got shot. And then he got sent back to jail. Dumbass. He was on parole. Oh my god. Well, now he's going back for probably for a really long time. Yeah, like, he's he's now considered, like, yeah, like, he's everywhere that he's been failed. Because he's what? Um, like, a, he's now gonna get, like, attempted murder. Right? No, it's murder. It's no attempted. He murdered two people. Oh, shit, they died? Yes. Oh, died. snap. <laughs> Yeah. All right, he's going forever. Bye, sir. Yeah, and then that happened. And then the other thing that happened in Houston, 
Oh, the dad, the dad, the dad, he, um, he got into it with the, with the company that he, he was a tow truck driver, got into it with his boss, stabbed his boss, and then got into a chase with the police, and he had his one-year-old with him, and what they did the- an they did an amber lid on the one-year-old, and he stabbed her, he killed her, and then he stabbed himself. What is wrong with people? And he died, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, my God, I can't. Yeah, the, they said the boss was okay, he just got, he just had a stab wound or whatever. But I think she died, and I think he, well, I know he definitely killed the little girl. She that is, one year old. that's he, ridiculous. I don't know, what is in the air right now? And then, you know, uh, Takeoff got killed, too, in Texas. Yeah, I heard about that. Houston is bad. Well, we have bad Like, people try to say it's real. Like, it is, my city is a badass city, but it's bad. That's crazy. That's sad and crazy. It is. But that's what's going on in the world over here. Mm-mm. Lord Jesus. Well, we got some people going to well, one for sure going to jail forever, probably. That's sad. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. Oh, to all the Oh, did you hear about those kids too? That that happened to here in Texas too. The mom was the mom was in Louisiana. The mom was from Louisiana, and. She brought her kids to Houston, and then her 16-year-old twins, she had them, like, handcuffed and locked in the in the um, washroom, and they escaped. I have not heard about this one. I got to send you. That one was, like, crazy, too. I the have not heard about any of these things. I got to send you the stuff. Like, Except for crazy. the famous guy. Offset, oh, yeah, take off. I'm sorry, he's saying offset for take off. Yeah, that was that was that was sad, but I mean, it's everywhere exactly because yeah. social media is like you know, Houston is a, like very high, has very high crime rate on like family violence and like domestic violence and stuff like that. Like a lady a couple weeks ago, like they found her body in um, in like um. And like, and then, I don't know what you would call it. It's like just a property that has like metal in it. And it just holds the metal, like the cement pallets. Hmm. Hmm. And it's just, but it's just a big lot. They found her truck there and she was dead. And it turned out that her baby daddy of her six month old shot her. That is so sad. I feel like there is a lot, like a lot of stories. It's like baby daddies, baby mamas. Yeah, here in Texas, here in Houston, Houston, like, that's something that you see a lot. That's sad. Oh, my God. There's a show on Netflix called Stalker. Have you watched it? (gasps) That's just crazy. I started to watch it, and then I started talking to the TV, and then I started feeling like, okay, I'm sorry, crazy. Let me turn it off. Because some of these people just didn't make no sense. Like, how did you not know that was not stalking? 
Because it's so okay. That goes back to the whole toxic thing. Like it's so normalized. Like I'm gonna call you. Fi- Trust me, I wouldn't even think that was talking. Like calling somebody a thousand times. I mean, not a thousand. You know what I mean? Calling somebody so many times. You just want to talk to them. <laughs> But there's some people, there are some people in the world, there is some people in the world that do not operate in that level. Why mm-hmm. those people cause cops because those people don't play. Those people will be like, <laughs> now there's going to be other people who are going to answer one out of the 500 calls. And they may even post it and say, Look what this crazy girl done did. She done called me 500 times. I'm still not answering her call. <laughs> exactly. But we, you know, I think when you're in that situation, you don't think like, oh, this is stalking. This is just because I think a lot of them are like that. I didn't know that was stalking. I was just, I just wanted to talk yes, to her. I understand because I was like, how do you not know? Like, if you move on, like, you gotta know when you make somebody uncomfortable, <laughs> don't you? Sometimes I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we just trying to get the point across or sometimes we just want to let you know something. But, I mean, if you have a restraining order on your ass, you shouldn't even be around that person or calling them or doing anything. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Yeah. From a person who has had stalkers. Yes. It is hard as fuck to get a restraining order. I've heard that. I've tried to get, like, three of them, and I've only been able to get one. And that was because I got committed. Like, I took pictures and said, look, he sent me a picture of a gun that says, picture, I'm going to kill you. Like, can you give it to me now? Like, I've had situations where the, the they have told me he doesn't want to sign the paperwork that says he's going to leave you alone. So They have to sign a paper. Do they have to sign yeah. the restraining order? Yeah, like y'all both have to go to court, and then the judge. No way. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. My very first time getting a restraining order was on my kid's dad, and he didn't go to court. But I literally plead, and I was like, "I'll be up," and I was like, "Can you please just make this happen?" And I told them like, "Can you help me?" And she was like, "Okay," and then like they had a. I serve him and tell him, "Hey, you're gonna have to stay." What if? What if they don't? What if they can't find them? Or what if they don't sign it? Or what if like so? It is not valid. They don't give you one. I mean, it's valid because you proved it to a judge, but that person still needs to be served because so they know the technicality. Like if he doesn't really know because he didn't get served, how can you really charge him with the crime? I mean, if he kills you, he kind of kills you. But if he just beats you up, he might get away with it. I think. This is crazy. I didn't know. I mean, I've heard it's hard. I've never. Yeah, I've had a person in a person situation where they've told him, like, sign this, like, sign this thing. Like, they were in jail. And I got the judge to be like, okay. And then they told him, like, sign it. And he was like, I'm not signing it. 
That's crazy. And I mean, it still was like, okay, we told you. And he was like, I don't care. I'm not signing it. Oh. And he didn't have to sign because they didn't make him sign. But I got the restraining order. But really, like, what is the restraining order a piece of paper? I was going to say, because it is literally just, it's not like you get extra. Texans, we have an open carry gun now. As long as you don't mm. have a criminal record, you know, you're allowed to carry your gun. They try you. You That's do what you scary. do to protect yourself. The world is just scary. Very scary. Like, we're literally out here just... Out here. Thugging. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's scary. Oh, I don't know. Well... Well, is there any advice that you would give, uh, that you would like to give to anybody that is probably... Um that their significant other is probably going to get out soon, that will be getting out soon. Any advice? Um, advice. No, I... Lower your expectations. No. That's what I was saying. Yeah, like, don't have, don't set yourself up for failure. Like, patience is what the virtual like. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with him. Like, this is new for both of y'all. Like, he's coming home and it's adjustment. And you're going into a situation. So, there's got to be a lot of adjustments, too. But I feel like if at the end of the day, like, this is what you want and you want to be with that person and you truly love that person, like, just remember that after every storm, that's a rainbow, so you'll be okay. No matter what, you'll be okay. With or without him, you'll be okay. Yes, you sure will. So just make the best out of it. Yes. And be happy. Definitely, that's number one. That's the goal. Yeah. Be happy. That's it. Yep, that's it. Anything else that you would like to add before we say goodbye? People are gonna be like, "Oh my god!" But this is good. This is good. We 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 had a good conversation. But is there anything else that you would like to add? Anything else that you would like to add? No. Nope. Okay, you guys. You guys heard it here first. Uh, fairy tales do happen. <laughs> Guys, if you put in the work, get your ass up and work on it. Okay, we're going to have to get that on the chart. Sorry, Kim, we're taking a little bit of your thing. Um, and you might just end up happy in the, with the person that you got with in jail. Or while they were in jail or whatever the situation was. But you can have that happiness as we see it here today with my sis over here. She is living her, can I say best life? Yeah, I am. Okay, she's living her best life, and she's still working on it. Yeah, working on her best life. Yeah, still working on it. She's working on her happy ending, and that's what we got to do, you guys. So have faith. Have faith and, and patience, and, and it can happen to you if you work. Work. Yeah. And, yeah, so I guess we will let y'all go. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and uh, stay tuned for our next episode. All right. Bye. Bye.